Hello and welcome to the cane violation. What's going on, guys? It's been a minute, so we're changing things up this week. We finished all 30 teams. I was doing two teams every week for the past 15 weeks. Maybe it was 18 weeks. Maybe I fell behind a little bit and had to do, you know, two to three episodes in one week. After not doing an episode for two weeks. But, hey, we made it. We're here. The theme of the previous shows was that I was basically ragging on teams. Not completely, but, you know, I'd throw some jabs in there. But at the end, I'd say why they're not winning the championship. Well, now we're in the playoffs. They've been very exciting so far. I'm actually about to tune in to the... Brooklyn Nets Celtics game two. Oh boy. I was actually going to go to this game, but I could not find my vaccine card this morning. It was lost. I just found it though. But you uh, need the card in order to sit the game. I mean, I guess I could still make it over there if I leave now, but you know... I, I also, I couldn't find anyone to go. I don't want to go alone. I, these people, I mean, I didn't ask anyone. But at the same time, like, I gotta, I gotta reach out to a couple of my NBA buddies who I haven't seen in person for a couple of years and be like, hey, did you get vaccinated? We, uh, uh, we can go to the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, how much are the tickets? Uh, you know, it's a playoff game, so it's going to be, you know, 120 bucks probably. I don't know. People might not be sold on that. People might be sold if I bought both tickets and said, hey, you want to come? But then it's like, God, am I really that desperate? Am I really going to spend $200 to see the Celtics get their ass beat? I haven't been to a Celtics game since 2019, though, which is actually insane. I haven't been to a game at the Garden since early 2018. That's how long it's been. And then in 2019, I went to the uh, Celtics-Nets game. This was back when Kyrie Irving was still on the team. He actually was a late scratch for the game and didn't even play. So I went to like maybe four, and yeah, I think it was four, maybe maybe it was three. I went to f- uh, three to four Celtic games during Kyrie's tenure there, and I only saw him play once, and he played really well um, when, uh, when I saw him. It was actually in Brooklyn, but anyways... I digress. Let's uh, let's talk about what the theme of this show is going to be. It's going to be a little interesting. So I'm going to go through the payroll of all 30 teams, and I'm going to pick out the highest-paid player who makes less than $10 million. So none of the players I discuss make over $10 million but it's going to be like a lot of players that are making seven, eight, nine million dollars a year, maybe even five, since, you know, typically when uh, free agents 
are uh, trying to negotiate their contracts, they're gonna if they're if they're on the edge, they're gonna say, "Hey, come on, bump me up to double digits per year. Can you do that for me? Help me out." So, let's let's start with the. I didn't really prepare much for this. Uh, that's how professional I am. But let's start with the Southwest Division, the Houston Rockets. Woo! I, I mean, I don't want to go on too too much of a tangent here, but I did say on the previous episode that I was going to Los Angeles, and I actually did see a Lakers game. I saw them play the Rockets, and uh, it was pretty bad. It was not a great game. LeBron. AD, none of them played. I guess, I can't remember. Christian Wood actually might have, no, I don't think he did, now that I think about it. Maybe he did. Actually, I think he might have. I really don't remember, them, and that's bad. I remember Kelly Olynyk definitely played. I remember Kelly Olynyk, DJ Augustine definitely played. Um, but other than that, Eh, not a very eventful game, but that was the first NBA game I went to since the pandemic. So, good to be back. Had to wear a mask during the whole game. And that was my first time at Staples Center. It was, you know, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool checking it out. Uh, I did not see the banner get raised. That was the game where they raised the banner. But uh, unbeknownst to me... You need, I mean, it makes sense. You need a negative COVID test to get into the game. Now, luckily, I had gotten tested a few days before. I was also vaccinated, but I didn't bring my vaccine card. Um, and then um, uh, there were three other people in our party. One of them was not vaccinated and did not have a recent COVID test. It was actually my wife's cousin. You know, he's young. He was like 16, 17, so... It's not like he was getting tested all the time. And he hasn't been vaccinated yet because um, now that age group's starting to to get their shots. But he didn't get his yet. So we had to go... We already had to turn back once and walk like 10 minutes back to the car because they wouldn't let my wife's bag into the stadium. It was too big. She was bringing her Nikon camera. They didn't allow it. So we went back to the car. Went to the garage. Put that back. Try to go back in again. Hey, this kid needs a COVID test. It's like, what the hell? So we have to to go on a little scavenger hunt. They had, like, a testing center. It's, like, a couple blocks away. A little hard to find, but we found it. And there was this line, and it was all people that were trying to get into the game. And we're thinking, oh, all right, so, you know, I mean, it's probably a free test. So, you know, we wait 15 minutes for this kid to get tested, and then they're like, all right, that'll be 40 bucks. What? <laughs> what the hell, man? And this is just a kid, he's 16 years old. He doesn't get, he doesn't have money on him. Of course, his parents didn't give him any money. Um... So you know who's footing the bill. So we got in like halfway through the first quarter. I mean, it's not like I really wanted to see the Lakers raise that banner anyways. 
So, you know. But I digress again. Houston Rockets, highest paid player making under $10 million is Dante Exum, making $9.6 million. He is a free agent this offseason. Um, how about this? Well, I'll, I'll say whether I think the team should hold on to them, trade them, or let them walk in free agency. Let Dante Exum walk in free agency. I, know, I don't think I need much of an explanation. He didn't play a single game for the Rockets. He played six games total this season, started in three of them for the Cavs. I mean, I hope he's okay, but, dude, you're kind of a bust. Dude, you're, I don't know what your ceiling is at this point. Maybe becoming like a six-man in the back nine of your career. Maybe. It's going to be tough. I uh, hope he can get healthy. Okay, next team. Let's do the Pelicans. Pelicans highest paid under ten million is Jackson Hayes on the second year of his rookie deal. Rookie deals are four years long. So next year he'll make five million. Year after that is six million. He's a restricted free agent in twenty twenty three. Jackson Hayes, so he I did actually look up this stat, so I did a little bit of research. The Pelicans are eight and seven when Jackson Hayes plays uh, more than 20 minutes a game. So, you know, it's uh, it doesn't really tell you that much, basically. I They got to hold on to him, though. They picked him high. I think he might have been in the top 10. I think he was, was like the eighth pick. I mean, not, not uh, a top 10 caliber player so far in his career, I'd say, but... There's some upside. Some upside. He's had some moments. He uh, should probably stay off social media. Um, I don't know if he did this year, but he definitely should have his um, his rookie year. We all know what happened there when he didn't make what was it the uh, the Rising Stars game. Is he American? Yeah, I think he's American. Let's see. Where was he born? I'm I'm almost positive he's American. Um, oh God, now I need to look this up. Jackson Hayes. We gotta do all thirty teams. I gotta, gotta hurry up here. He was born in Oklahoma. So yeah, Pelicans, you gotta hold on to him. See what he has. I mean, two more years, paying him like eleven million dollars. Total, not bad, not bad. See see what he has. Still too early to decide on that. But, you know, if you have the chance to acquire a better player to put next to Zion, maybe throw him in a trade. Just saying. San Antonio Spurs, highest paid player under $10 million is Jakob Pertl, who I actually... I didn't see a ton of Spurs games this year, but he seemed to improve towards the end of the year. I really thought this guy was also kind of, uh, eh, yeah. He was a lottery pick. I think, I think actually the um, 
the Raptors picked him with the Knicks pick they acquired in the Bargnani trade, the infamous Bargnani trade of 2013. I think that's where they got him. Uh, but yeah, anyways, he's on the Spurs now. He's in the Kawhi trade. So they're paying him $8 million next year. Nine million the year after, free agent, twenty twenty three. You gotta hold on to him. He was all right this year. He's still pretty young. He's only twenty five. I mean, if you're getting rid of guys, uh, I mean, I'd say it's DeRozan and Rudy Gay. You gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta go to youth movement now. You didn't make the playoffs this year. Actually, you didn't make it last year either. But I know they still had guys under contract. Didn't want to trade him, but. Now those veterans are off the books, and it's time to go full youth movement. And uh, Jakob Pertl, he's one of the older guys in uh, in that youth group. I think Derek White might be a year older. Jakob Pertl's uh, 25. Yeah. So you gotta hold on to him, Spurs. All right. Try and go a little quick here. Next team, Memphis Grizzlies. How about these Memphis Grizzlies? They are feisty. They are confusing people, beating number one seeds. That'd be something if they knock out the Jazz. That'd be awesome. Kyle Anderson is the highest paid player under $10 million. He makes $9.5 million right now um, next year. He makes $9.9 million. He's a free agent in 2022. You gotta hold on to Kyle. You gotta... Pff, hell. I think you might have to extend Kyle Anderson. He He's proven that he's, he's a baller. He is... You know, he's not gonna be an all-star someday, but... He's like a, a really good role player. He's a starter in this league. You gotta hold on to him, Grizzlies. Do not trade Kyle Anderson. See if you can extend him. Maybe give him like... You know, you see this money you're paying Justice Winslow? $13 million. Uh, So that's off the books in 2022. Just give that money to Kyle Anderson. Give Kyle Anderson like 15 mil. I think 15 mil's fair. Maybe? Hold on to Kyle Anderson. That's basically what I'm saying. All right, let's go to the Dallas Mavericks. Highest paid player under 10 million is Maxi Kleber. He is making 8.7 next year, 9 million the year after, but. It might not be guaranteed. Let's double check on that. Yeah, 2022 to 23 is not guaranteed. So the final year, not guaranteed. They're going to guarantee it, though, because he's he's started many games for them this year. He's, he's a rotation player. He, uh, he will have his moments. He will you know, hit shots like, uh, like nothing. He's a great shooter. So, yeah, 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 hold on to him. Unless, you know, there's really uh, a guy you can package him with. I'm, so you got J.J. Redick. 
is a free agent this year. Tim Hardaway Jr. is a free agent too. Eh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know who's available. I gotta check the free agent list this off season. You really should put someone next to Luca who isn't Kristaps Porzingis. I know he's under contract, Porzingis, but yeah. He, uh, he needs to smile more. I think that's what uh, Bill Simmons and Ryan Russillo were saying last night. He's got to smile more. He's an angry player. Smile. So, uh, yeah, basically hold on to Maxi Kleber. Don't get rid of him. All right, next team. The next team is the Orlando Magic. Hilarious. Um... <sighs> So, I guess we'll count this. So, this year, the highest paid player under $10 million was Jonathan Isaac, but he got a contract extension, and he'll be making $17 million for the next four years. Um, each year, not total. So, it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of money. He's making a lot of money. So, we'll do him anyways, uh... Jonathan Isaac, yeah, you gotta see what he has. This, there's, this is really the franchise guy. Well, maybe Cole Anthony is. Who else is on this roster? Yeah, it's really Isaac. Mo Bamba, they were trying to see what he had. E. It, uh, isn't looking great. Isn't looking great. It's really Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony... And uh, Jonathan Isaac, those are those are the guys right now. They have their eyes on for the future. So yeah, you gotta see what Jonathan Isaac has. Can't trade him yet. Um, but you know, maybe someone, maybe some team gets, you know, daring to see if maybe they could uh, get Isaac for a little cheap. Maybe some team offers like a couple second rounders. Like a, a contending team trying to get off some salary. Maybe the Warriors are like, screw it. Let's just throw in three first-rounders and get Jonathan Isaac and just pray that he's healthy. Who needs Andrew Wiggins? Oh. They got to hold on to him. Charlotte Hornets, highest-paid player under $10 million is LaMelo Ball. They got to trade this guy. LaMelo Ball, I mean, my God, did you see the way that he played in the play-in game? Oh, my God, he had a, a turnover. He had one turnover. He had two turnovers. Oh, my, turnover machine. Yeah, trade this guy. Just kidding. He's your franchise player. He is the only hope for your future. Obviously, you're going to keep him. Next team is the Washington Wizards. Highest paid player under $10 million is Thomas Bryant. He uh, is an expiring contract next year, making $8.7 million. He was injured this past season. Uh, it's, it's whatever, really. I don't think he's the future of this franchise he's a solid player but if someone wants him and is offering a pick I think you'd take it I think you gotta take it 
Because not, nothing I've seen so far screams that he's going to have, like, major, major improvement. I I think he'll he'll be on an NBA team for, like, the next five years. He'll probably get another contract after this, but, um, yeah, Nothing special in my opinion. So, and you can get rid of him if you want. <laughs> that's that's another category. You can get rid of you, you. You don't need to keep him. You can get rid of him. It's okay. It's okay. Miami Heat. Ooh, Miami Heat. They are feeling the heat right now. Down two zero in the series against the Bucks. What happened to Jimmy Butler? Ooh, highest <laughs> paid player under ten million dollars is Nemanja Belicha. Really not playing at all for this team. They acquired him at the trade deadline. I forget who they gave up. I wonder if it says in the notes here. No, it doesn't. Um, yeah, I mean, he's making $7 million this year. He's a free agent next year. Don't bring him back. Unless it's for like a million bucks. This guy hasn't really shown anything. He's also 33. He's kind of old. So... Yeah. Get rid of him if you want. Atlanta Hawks. Highest paid player. Under $10 million. Sweet Lou Williams. Barbecue Lou. He is making $8 million. Expiring contract. He's 34 years old. He's been six man of the year twice. I wouldn't bring him back for eight million. If you want to bring him back for like three, sure, go ahead, go ahead, Atlanta. But don't feel pressured to do it. Keep in mind, he's gonna—I mean, he's already been declining, but he's gonna completely crater at some point. Guards usually don't age that well into their late thirties. All right, we're gonna take a little break. Stupid! Oh, man. All right, we're back. It's uh, It's been 24 hours. It was a 24-hour break, actually. So I stopped recording and decided to watch the Celtic-Nets game. <sighs> Big mistake. The only good part was that Evan Fournier called KD a bitch. Other than that, horrible. Horrible. But let's not dwell on that too much. Let's, uh, let's get to the next batch of teams here. Well, let me get this loaded up. Philly's starting right now. Philly and uh, Washington. Game two. Probably tune into that soon. Uh, let's do the Pacific Division. All right. Highest paid player. Making under $10 million is DeLon Wright. DeLon Wright? He's making $9 million this year. Next year, he's making $8.5. Um, you don't need him. Sacramento, you don't need him. I think he was just in a trade to make salaries work. Wasn't it like... Why was he in this trade to begin with? I forget... Who he was traded for. Oh well. It's probably not too important. But. 
yeah, yeah, you don't need this guy. Is it Corey Joseph? Is Corey Joseph on the Pistons now? God, these guys just keep moving around everywhere. Yeah, he's on the Pistons. Wow. Yeah, uh, DeLon Wright, expiring contract next year. Trade it if you want. If you can't get anything for it, which you probably can't, you know, whatever. Actually, it wouldn't be bad for the Celtics. If the Celtics want to get off Tristan Thompson's money, maybe they trade him to Sacramento. Take on DeLon Wright. Lon Wright's a little cheaper. You're saving a few million dollars. And then you get to torture Tristan Thompson's horrible play by making him play in Sacramento next year. That's what you get. Uh, yeah, you guys don't need DeLon Wright. Next team is the Golden State Warriors. Um, the highest paid player making under 10 mil. James Wiseman, uh, I mean, this is an easy one. You're going to keep him. He's under contract for three more seasons. You got to see what kind of NBA player he's going to be. Would he play like 50% of the games this year, if that? Probably. The Los Angeles Lakers, who won last night. Congratulations, Laker fans. I think we got ourselves a... A good first-round series here between the Suns and Lakers. Very exciting. Ice pay player under $10 million is Montrez Harrell. Did not play last night. At least I, I, I fell asleep. I was just looking at the box score. I watched some of the highlights, though. He is making $9.7 million next year. I don't know. I mean... I think this really depends on what happens with uh, the end of the season. It might be too early to tell at this point. If I had to decide today, I'd say you're probably going to keep him because he has been a really good scoring punch for the Lakers off the bench. He was sixth man of the year last year. But, yeah, sometimes he doesn't work with certain matchups. Actually, I saw him play. I saw him play a couple weeks ago. Very exciting. Actually, I don't... Maybe he didn't play. I think he played. Isn't that terrible? I don't remember. Like, now I have to look it up because I don't trust myself. Did I just dream that he played? Yeah, he played. He had 16 points. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. Next team is the L.A. Clippers. <laughs> Boy, are these guys in trouble right now? All right. Well, their guy is Serge Baca. He is making nine point seven million dollars next year. I mean, I, this is another one. It depends on what happens with the Clippers this season. If they lose in the first round, I'd, I think you got to start selling guys off. Uh, I'm not even sure. 
Kawhi Leonard can be a free agent this offseason if he wants. If he wants. If he wants. So if he leaves, the Clippers are kind of screwed. Because they have Paul George signed to this massive extension. $162 million guaranteed. Aye, aye, aye. So what what do you... That's not... It's not good enough to compete for a championship. Do you just rebuild? The thing is that there's no young guys to rebuild around. So is this going to be like a Houston Rockets rebuild where you're just playing mostly G League guys and... People you acquired in um, trades, guys you guys you sold off during the season to get assets. I don't know. That depends, but I think for now they'll keep them. But we'll see what happens at the end of the year. The Phoenix Suns. Jay Crowder is making nine point seven million dollars next year. He's making uh, just over $10 million, $10.1 million this season after. Then he's a free agent. Yeah, you're not trading Jake Crowder. This guy is, he's just underpaid every year, it seems like. Like, it's crazy that he signed that five-year, $35 million contract. So basically he made like six, seven million dollars a year. You would think he would start making a little more. Nope. Not the case. I mean he is, but I if I mean I could see him getting fourteen million from someone. I'm surprised no one snatched him up. Hmm? Offer him a little more change. Didn't Mason Plumley get more money? Well, I know Pistons don't need Jay Crowder, but still. So the Suns are going to keep him. Let's go to the next team. Oh, well, we're going to the Central Division now. Detroit Pistons. Mason Plumley is uh, their guy. Highest paid player making under $10 million. Um Making eight point one million next year, eight point five the year after. Yeah, you really don't need him. You can trade him. That's another Tristan Thompson destination. The Celtics want to save some money. Yeah, maybe, uh, maybe cough up a second rounder or two. Send Tristan Thompson their way. We get maybe a better player for cheap, for cheaper. Yeah, just a thought. But yeah, Pistons, you don't need him. You can trade him. Cleveland Cavaliers. Chetty Osmond is their guy. He's making $8 million next year, $7 million the year after. In the final year, 23 to 24, is, um, is not guaranteed. So, I don't know, it seems like they're just waiting for this guy to 
be a thing, and he's just not. He's, you know, I mean, he's a borderline rotation guy. That's what he is. He's like seventh, eighth man, ninth, tenth. He's around there off the bench. He's not a starter in the league. No way. Way too inconsistent. Can't really guard. Can't really stay in front of the small forwards. The large shooting guards. The power forwards of this league. I think you gotta get rid of him, Cleveland. I mean, uh, if you gotta give up assets to get off his salary, then don't do it. But... This guy just ain't it. Draft a better forward. I mean, you have Okoro. You guys, you need to draft a power forward in this draft. Eh, you're the Cavaliers. Just draft the best guy available. That would be much better. All right, let's go to the next team. Chicago Bulls. Highest paid player. Well, I guess we'll count this guy because he made 9.7 this year. Next year he's making 10.1. It's a player option. Al Farouk Aminu. Hmm, I wonder if he'll pick that up. I wonder. I really do. So he'll be back on the Bulls next year unless they trade him. Um, they They should trade him. I mean... They should, uh, I, I, he really fell off a cliff, Al Farouk Aminu. Like a few years ago, he was an important, like, rotation player. He was, I mean, he was even good dating back to, like, 2015, 2016. Like, he was a pretty solid player for the Mavericks when he was on that team. And then he was on the Blazers for a number of years. He was a staple in the rotation. Would have some good games here and there. And then he got paid. I mean, this is this is his version of getting paid. So it's not too much money. I think you trade him. You trade him for someone more talented. Making around the same money. Because I, I don't think this guy's going to help you out that much. You don't really need him. He was only in the Vucevic trade to match salaries. So, see what see what you can fetch from him. Like, maybe... Maybe get Chetty Osmond. I don't know, man. Probably help you guys more. Unless Aminu gets healthy again. I don't think he will, though. It seems like he's really on the the the, the slippery uh, slope of... Uh, or the tail end of his career. God. Don't... I, I probably sound so... <laughs> so much more tired <laughs> than before I stopped recording. I am much more tired today. Indiana Pacers... Uh, so, this is interesting. This guy's actually a free agent this year. Doug McDermott making $7.3 million. I... I think you should bring him back. You should at least try. If he wants to come back. I don't... I, I think he can probably get 
a contract of uh you know making 10 million a year I'd say I wouldn't say anything higher than that so I would bring him back why not because you'd be over the luxury tax yeah but I'm pretty sure you can get off one of these contracts you could definitely get off TJ Warren's expiring contract it sounds like he doesn't want to play there anymore anyways because of the coach there's a whole bunch of drama with that that was pretty fascinating to read uh, even Miles Turner could trade Turner Oh, I would try and hold on to McDermott. He seemed to fit pretty nicely there. Let's uh let's see who is up next. Milwaukee Books. PJ Tucker. He'll be a free agent this off season making seven point nine. I uh I think you should bring him back on like Maybe a veteran's minimum, maybe just a little over a veteran's minimum. Kind of maybe what, like, Wes Matthews makes for the Lakers. I think he makes, like, around $3 million. Yeah, bring him back. He he seems to be helping in the playoffs. He's not really scoring, but he's a guy you can rely on to be out there in big games. So... Just a, just doesn't really have the the scoring punch that he had in Houston. Although he's not getting as many shots, so there's that. I would hold on to him. I would bring him back next year. Okay, let's go to the next division, the Northwest Division, the Oklahoma City Thunder. This is a fascinating roster. <laughs> I. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a roster where someone's making nearly $30 million, Al Horford's making $27 million, and then the second highest paid player is making only $4 million. That is pretty mind-blowing. I mean, I know the Thunder, they waived a bunch of different guys making close to $10 million and ended up just bringing youngsters in. Uh, to try them out towards the end of the season. So Shea Gilders Alexander, who I think I think he's actually extension eligible this off season. They should bring him back for sure. He's only twenty two. He's been hurt most of the year. My only worry is that he's going to be too good, and they're going to keep getting in all this young talent that need a little bit more development and then shake out Gilgis Alexander's gonna be like hey what the hell like I'm ready to I'm ready to make the playoffs here like I'm I'm a good player I played in the playoffs my rookie year I played my first two years in the league what the hell like these guys need to step it up but it's like, you know, they just got drafted. They're 19 years old. Thunder have, like, dozens of first-rounders. So that's that's going to be interesting. I don't think the timelines are really going to match 
Maybe they will. Maybe they will. 22, still fairly young. So, let's go to our next team. Obviously, I should keep them. Minnesota Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards <laughs> made 9.7 this year. He's making 10 next year, 10 the year after that, 13 the final year. Uh, I mean, I think this guy should be Rookie of the Year. I know some people think LaMelo Ball should be. I mean, it's never clear what exactly the criteria is, but you gotta admit, Anthony Edwards was on the court more this season. I mean, it sucks. Sucks that LaMelo got hurt. LaMelo had some pretty flashy plays, but so did Anthony Edwards. Yeah, LaMelo's team, they won some more games. But, you know, they also had better coaching <laughs> for the whole year. The the coach at the beginning of the season for the Timberwolves, it was a... Saunders, he was just not well liked from uh, from what I've uh, heard in the media. So obviously you're keeping Anthony Edwards. We don't have to talk about that much more. Portland Trailblazers. Derek Jones Jr. He is uh, an expiring contract next year, making nine point seven million dollars. I think they should trade him. Blazers are in win-now mode. A lot of people were talking about blowing up the Blazers after... I don't know. Was it the end of the season? I I feel like I was listening to some podcast where people were like, they don't win this season. They gotta blow it up. It's like, we've been saying that for like four years. I mean, who are you gonna build around? Just, just, and Lillard and McCollum, they're under contract until 2024. Lillard is there till 2025. He'll be making $54 million. That, that season alone. That's insane. So, I think, I think you just keep running it back. Just, (laughs) as, uh, as brutal as it sounds. Yeah, I think you just gotta go Dallas Mavericks, and just just hope, just hope that uh, you know the cards uh, cards uh, fall your way. Is that the, is that the expression? I don't know. I hope the chips fall your way. I am so brain dead right now. Yeah, Derek Jones Jr., he didn't really help them out that much this year. There's better guys they can get. I mean, they could attach him to... Who could they attach? I don't know. They could... Nazir Little, do they like him? They could package them together. Get you up to, like, 12 million. You could find a guy. I think they should trade him. 
But that's just me. Denver Nuggets. Let's see who they have. Jermichael Green. He is uh, an expiring contract next year, making $7.5 million. Um, I, I think you keep him. I, the only reason I would trade him is if you're, uh, you know, if you're, like, trading Will Barton and Michael Green to get up to, like, $20 million or so to try and get another player. Other than that, I would keep Michael Green. He's a rotation guy. He can, he can eat up minutes in the playoffs, has experience. It's what this Nuggets team needs. They, I mean, they need to get healthy. They need to get Jamal Murray healthy. We'll see how they do in this series against the Blazers. Last team of the Northwest Division. Oh, a lot of talk about this team right now. The Utah Jazz. Derek Favors. Going to be making 9.7 next year. And then 10.1 the year after that. Yeah, you you gotta keep Derek Favors. He's like Mr. Utah Jazz. I mean, it's kind of too bad. I I I like when guys uh, stay with one team their whole career. Although technically, wasn't he on the Brooklyn? Well, they weren't even the Brooklyn Nets yet. I think they were the New Jersey Nets when he was drafted. And then he was in the Deron Williams trade. So either way, he wouldn't have been a a jazz lifer because of that. So getting traded to New Orleans last year isn't you know that much of a worry or whatever. But yeah, you gotta keep him. You gotta keep Derek Favors. Fan favorite. He had a good game one. I think he played better than Gobert. Ooh. So, that is Northwest. Let's go to the last division. My favorite division. Let's start with Toronto. Aaron Baines has a team option of $7.3 million next year. Decline. Next team, the Boston Celtics. Let's see who they have. Uh, I mean, like guess we'll count it. Jason Tatum is making $9.8 million this year, but his extension kicks in uh, for the next five years. He's got a player option year five. Uh, obviously, you're keeping Tatum. Unless his eye got poked out. I know. Boston fans, uh, they're brutal. They are brutal. But, you know... From what I've heard, I didn't really follow the Celtics as close that at the time. But, you know, they ragged on Paul Pierce for years, and then look what happens. He brings home uh, Banner 17. So that's great. Now he's a Boston legend. So, I don't know. I, I just hope this guy is... Gonna lead us to the promised land. I don't know though. I I don't know. Uh, something, something about. I don't like the complaining to the refs. 
I get it sometimes, but like, dude, it's it's pretty frequent. Uh, New York Knicks, another weird roster. Only one guy making over $10 million. And they made the playoffs this year. Go figure. R.J. Barrett, yeah, he's, a, he's a franchise guy. He's pretty good his sophomore year. Is he going to be like an all-NBA player someday? Eh, that's pretty debatable. But he can play 30 minutes in the playoffs. He's like the number two option, it seems like. Play all right defense. I think you gotta keep them. Obviously, Brooklyn Nets, another strange team. <laughs> so they they have DeAndre Jordan making ten point three million um, this year, and the the next guy after that is Jeff Green making 2.5 million dollars. So Jeff Green, I mean Jeff Green has kind of helped them out this year. He's he's you know he's a uh, he's eaten up minutes for them. I would keep him. I'd keep him, bring him back. He's friends with Durant and Harden. They played together for years in OKC. He was uh, hitting shots against my Celtics yesterday. Yeah, keep him. Keep him. And the 76ers. George Hill has a team option for uh, $10 million next year. He was making 9.5 this year, though. I think it might be too early to tell... Again, with the Sixers, they're they're really in win-now mode. So, it's almost like you might want to keep the salary and see if you can flip it for a better player making around $10 million. It's, you're competing for a championship anyways, so you might as well. Maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. Danny Green's $15 million gets off the books next year, so that'll save them some money. Because they are way over the tax this year. as is a pretty expensive uh, roster, I'd say. God, it's so weird. Tobias Harris makes the most money on the team. He makes more money than Embiid. So that's all 30 teams. Thank you for listening. Um, every week I, uh, I talk about a movie that I watched. Like I said, I read this, uh, Creature Feature book, and it's been my goal to watch one movie each week. I'd, you know, starting from page one, I just pick one movie on the page and say, that one looks good, let's watch it. Flip to the next page next week, another one. So, this page didn't have that many good selections so i ended up going with a movie called alien from la really was not that great this is um i'm just gonna 
come out and say it. This is probably the first one that's going to get the uh, tier one garbage rating. And it's not utter garbage, but there's uh, the thing is so it's uh, hold on, let me pull up the IMDb. It's from 1988. The movie stars Kathy Ireland, who uh, if you don't know who that is, she was a model. Back in the day. Now the thing with supermodels is, um, you know, supermodels, even like stars, stars that, uh, you know, were once big and no longer act in big movies, sometimes bad things happen. They uh, get addicted to substances and destroy their lives. I go to Kathy Ireland's IMDb page, see that she hasn't acted in a movie since 2002. Hmm, that's a little strange. I mean, what happened? Where is she now? Is she on drugs? Is she, did she leave the business? Is she, did she just completely leave and just try and live a normal life? Um, She's worth... Over a hundred million dollars now, like well over a hundred million dollars. She has her own clothing line. I think I guess it started through Kmart, the Kathy Ireland collection. I'm I'm going off the top of my head here, but I read this the a few weeks back. But uh, yeah, she was a model. She got her own clothing line, and um, she parlayed that into. An empire, pretty much. I don't know what... She, I, I guess she sells clothes for middle-aged women. I think she might sell, like, other stuff, too, that sold it. It's probably sold at, like, Sears, stuff like that. But she was, like, the CEO of the company. She's making bank. Apparently, Warren Buffett... Gave her some advice. And knowing uh, that he's friends with Bill Gates, that's probably not all he gave her. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. But, you know, I'm sure it was some great advice that he gave because uh, he made Kathy Ireland uh, pretty rich. But, you know, it's not to say that it was because of Warren Buffett. We don't know what actually happened. Kathy Ireland may have just barged into corporate offices and been like, Hey, this is my line. We're going to sell this at Burlington Coat Factory. We're going to sell this at Ocean State Job Lot. We're going to go to Ski Market and sell our ski boots. I'm losing my mind. So the movie's Alien from L.A. It stars Kathy Ireland. I mean, what the hell? She's doing this this voice. I, I, I haven't... This is the only thing I've ever seen her in. So I don't know if that's her actual voice or if she was purposely doing it to sound younger, but it it's, almost sounds like a chipmunk. Like a, a naive chipmunk. I 
it's it's annoying as hell. But I will say the opening was interesting because it was just so like cliche. 80s clothes, like a bunch of neon. They're on the beach in L.A. And I was like, oh, my God, this is actually pretty cool. This is cool seeing what all these people wore back then. I mean, the 80s, very stylish. Everyone loves the the throwback stuff. Even Even, like, the baggy jeans are coming back. Not for men, for women. You know, I'm waiting for the day that I'm going to see some chick wearing uh, Flamehead Jenkos down the street. Like a, like youth <laughs> Flamehead Jenkos. With the hold, Flamehead holding the skateboard on the back. Uh, this movie just wasn't that good. Though. So, you would, th- I, I, like from the title, like, not really thinking. I thought it was like going to be aliens coming to Los Angeles, but you know the title is actually Alien from L.A. So it's like, oh wait, an alien from L.A. Wait, what? So I guess Kathy Ireland loses her dad. That's like how she talks in the movie. Where's my dad? Where's my dad? He's gone. He was, like, in Africa, but he disappeared. So then she's in L.A. Her boyfriend dumps her, and uh, she works. She's, like, one of the uh, roller girls at, like, a burger joint. And, you know, she's treated like shit. And she's... <laughs> and on top of that, <laughs> her supervisor comes over and is like, Oh, yeah, your dad's dead. And she's like, My dad! Oh no! I gotta go to Africa and find him. So she goes to Africa. I think she goes. She might fall. She falls through some hole. I think. I think that's what happens. Look, this this was a phone movie, all right. You you know what I mean by a phone movie. Maybe my eyes were kind of looking at something else while the movie was playing. Um. And, um, yeah, she goes to this underground place. It's, you know, it's like mole people. It's like journey center of the earth kind of thing. I, I guess that's they were go- they were going for, like, Alice in Wonderland. Going to, like, the center of the earth. They were, like, trying to do, like, some crossover there. Except Kathy Ireland is not a kid. She's, like, I mean... She's not old, but she's like eighteen in the movie. But they, they her behavior, she's acting like she's like eleven years old. Yeah, maybe even nine years old. It's it's actually really bizarre. She's just super naive. And like is that supposed to make us like her? It's like no, it's just it's just strange. I will say the underground sets at the beginning were cool. It, it was they must have been inside a giant studio that that was interesting I'll say that that part was interesting the uh the neon clothes that they were wearing at the beginning of the movie in Los Angeles fascinating completely downhill after that literally da- down into the earth 
and it's just she meets all these it, there's like a city down there it's not like creatures it's humans that are there so she's the alien from LA and it's just it's just a bunch of bullshit it's not it's not even interesting it's really not it's like then the sets just become so corny there's terrible fight scenes no suspense it, I mean, sometimes these movies can be fun because they're so cheesy, so so corny, so tongue-in-cheek. This was just like, what am I doing? I'm, it's like watching paint dry. It was awful. Awful. No, no, nothing really interesting at all. So... Yeah, I mean, it would have been a better movie if they just didn't go underground. They should have just stayed in L.A. in the late 80s for the whole time because the clothing would have made the, more, would have made the movie more interesting than whatever the hell this was. I picked the movie, though, because Tom Matthews is in it. Tom Matthews, where is he from? He is from... Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives. He was the third actor to play Tommy Jarvis, first played by Corey Feldman in uh, Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Never really made sense because it's like 1984, Corey Feldman's like 12 years old, then two years later, it's uh, Tom Matthews, and he looks like he's an adult. So it's like, wait, how far in the future did we go? I mean, what what happened here? Well, anyways, Tom Matthews, I saw his name in the book, the book that I, because it, it lists some of the cast members in the movie um, description. They also, they review the movie. They give, like, star ratings. Of course, this gets only one star, but, you know, I'm not going to completely judge what the book says. Um judge a movie based on what the book says so tom matthews at at first i thought a different character was tom matthews because like he was in like some get up and i was like is that him i can't even tell like the the lighting was was so bad in some of the scenes i mean they couldn't even get a, a good cinematographer for this movie so i was like okay i guess this is tom matthews then like an hour into the movie, Tom it, Tom Matthews shows up. And I was like, oh, no, that's Tom Matthews. Oh, okay. And it, he couldn't even save this movie. He was not memorable at all. I only really know him from Jason Lives. I know he's in Return of the Living Dead as well. Can you believe I've never seen that movie? I mean, I'll see it someday. But... Um, yeah, then she finds her dad. He was alright. He was just he was just in the middle of the earth, that's all. And uh of course she finds a boyfriend. She she finds a boyfriend in the center of the earth. Like she there's a guy that oh, of course they have to have a, you know, romantic uh subplot going on. So she finds a guy and uh you know, they split up. 
uh, you know, the end of the th- uh, the climax, whatever. And then she's back in L.A. And then what do you know? Some guy is on the beach in L.A. that looks exactly like the guy from the middle of the earth. And he's like her boyfriend. So is is it actually the guy from the middle of the earth? Or is it some new guy? I don't know. Oh, and also they make Kathy Ireland look hot at the end of the movie. It was so difficult. It, it's it's like not another teen movie. They they take off her glasses. She she wears glasses in the movie and make her look nerdy. Um, and they do her hair a different way. But I hate it when they do that. It's like oh, this girl's so ugly. It's like no, she's not. She's a supermodel. Like stop. We're not that dumb. I guess. People fell for that in the 80s. Oh, she was glasses. Glasses. All right. Well, we're going to have an L.A.-themed mix to end the show. Now, I just want to be clear. Hip-hop is one of my favorite genres of music. There's some language in these songs that I would obviously not use in my daily life. Words that I would never use. They're not coming out of my mouth, though. But I can listen to it. I can listen to it. And I will uh, give props to these artists. Because they're talented. uh, A lot of these guys are... Artists you might have heard of, but some of them maybe not. So, you know, if you like hip-hop, hey, you know, give this a listen. If you like the mumble rap, don't give it a listen. If you like old-school hip-hop and want to, you know, explore it a little more, get some gems, if you're into underground hip-hop as well, check it out. I usually do only four songs, so... This is the L.A. themed mix starting in three, two, one. To the judge of the preacher presiding over y'all Fuck the police protocol We chopping those up In the crib, no heat by the stove My toes froze up Niggas like to fuck up that read your money Get rolled up Put it hold up Ran off on the plug once Might have said bike Major come bike Bitches at the wrist car Then I was dumb hype I dropped the chicken And remixed it It was dumb white Fuck a pretty face And that pussy Whole bunch of funds like Fuck this Some $5,000 shoes A punch right Alerted to these weak assholes Nigga gesundheit Miss my Harlem bitch Bust that pussy open it one night, yeah. but last time I was out in New York, I got in a gunfight. Low beers to the showbiz I'm kickback burning like Kermit sipping no whole tears Million dollar world tour nigga with no spins Every day I got a new cousin nigga we no kin And all this internet shit to fuck up the era That bitch ain't been the same since they dropped her off at the airport They only gave us 28 days so make them last The black delegation would like to trade station dash For a Dell and Margot Robbie let's get it poppin' we on Fuckin' even trade we give it over the rape with Simone Filthy jet black nigga backstage full of white bitches No I don't sell that Macklemore but I got white Let me get you 
Watch out not to sell no crack, no more trying to stay out the prison. They hammer shit to get your ass a gas price That snitch shit to leave you marked just like a life sentence. That snitch shit to get your family and your wife missing. Play position. These niggas friendly as a box of puppies. I dropping nuts on this game, they holding chicken nuggets. My back would roll up with dirt, did you smell that? See myself on Comedy Central, hope they bring Chappelle back. Fizz listening all this talk about the scale, get still back. Seen them in the love news, a nigga trying to nail that. A couple of weeks I'm in Toronto, I'ma see all my bitches. But all my niggas can't cross the border for that all star shit. The nigga be creeping for the week and give it that all star dick. I want that pussy head, mouth ass, and all that shit, and all that shit. Cocaine parties in LA, throw your setup at some cocaine parties in LA. Yeah, and I know some neighborhood pie rules that sell, yeah. Y'all got homies with them foul six souls in they trade. Nigga, shout out to my Mexican partner, forgot about him. When he come back across the border, we throwing a car party, nigga. Got to learn they lesson When they come to West Coast, it's such an obsession When they come to play it out, I'm just an exception When it come to you, girl, I need your affection Every time you walk by, you get my inspection All you gotta do now is make your selection And it won't be hard to win the selection I can show you the pose, my rose, the ties, my home To the strip and then my yay I can show you the wall, the falls from Spain to Rome To the beach in Central Bay Show you the world, girl, the world, girl, it ain't nothing else like LA. I can show you the world, girl, the world, girl, but ain't nothing else like LA. I've been, been around the world, I ain't impressed. I can't wait till we hit LAX. Tokyo is cool, yeah, I feel the UK But can't nothing fuck with California, eh Especially LA, I'm feeling the bay But nothing like rolling down PCH Top down westbound, it's all good You don't go Hollywood when you from Hollywood Let's go to the hood and fuck with the haters Then to the Staples Center, hang with the Lakers Number six is cool, but 24 is the champ And even D-Wade and Chris Bosh know that show you the palms, my bones, the times, my home the strip in MIA. I can show you the wall, the falls from Spain to Rome to the beach in Central Bay. I can show you the world, girl, the world, girl, but ain't nothing else like LA. I can show you the world, girl, the world, girl, but ain't nothing else like LA. Awards and even the Grammys, they always pick LA over Miami. I love Miami, I ain't dissing Miami, but where would you rather get right for your Grammy? Ain't nothing like Sunset Boulevard, Compton and Watts. If you wanna be hard, we got it all. What you thought, not at all. If you sick of this shit, then take a Tylenol. It's just me and my woman versus all of y'all, and we taking the bow. Folk, our curtain call, the angels is lost, they don't wanna be found. God is looking for him, I can show him around. I can show you the palms, my bones, the times, my home To the strip in MIA I can show you the wall, the falls from Spain to Rome To the beach in Central Bay I can show you the world, girl, the world, girl 
he's done. Add relish. Double I rider. Five fighters, five bibles. When we rob, we gonna light up my weed with my lighter. Put the gas on it. Do 80. Show a handle. Got a blast. These fools get back in time to watch the Sopranos. I'm a damn animal. Can't see me. Staring at you. Stiff as a statue. Dirty jersey. Dirty tattoos. No titties. No shit. No titties. No lotion. Call suave. Get obsession and chocolate. I'm open. Got the X, nigga. Triple X, nigga. Text, nigga. So you crash and you'll learn to tell a next nigga. Saw a soldier. Bustin' boulders. Full fashion. To the industry. I'm taking what's mine and ain't asking. Dirty jersey. Sound scanning, swiping the barcode, demanding the music. We got such a tight hold, we can't ever lose it. From the ill to the wood, shit, we keeping it hood. If it ain't all good, fuck it, we did what we could. Old to the ingos, we spit flows. Double R for those that did not know. Diesel, rotten rascals, road dogs. Naughty by, all from the eye, about to blow both toes. Boom, sky high on the same grind at the same time. The two eyes are two sides of the same mind. Y'all blind, can't find us where we at. Ever entered the industry, yeah. 600 block QS, Queen Streets, QIP. Much love to all my homies. I ain't hating, banging, Damu like fading, everything. You don't want none to get the escalate.
y'all niggas gotta recognize You know what I'm saying? Niggas don't wanna peep game You know what I'm saying? But this shit come all the way back around here My nigga Dre dropping heat rocks on y'all bitch ass You know what I'm saying? You gotta recognize LA niggas connected all over the motherfucking world Nigga, recognize this, peep that Now in my younger days I used to sport a rag Backpack full of cans plus a 4-4 mag G'd up from the feet up Blued up from the sewer, pie grew up Loking, smoking, and drinking till we threw up. Till we threw up. Alamur Park, tagging, hitting fools up. Ditching my class just to fuck your school up. You don't wanna blast, nigga, tuck your tool up. But don't sleep, young niggas quick to shoot you. Now there's another motherfucker with no future. But time by much smoother when I maneuver. Dope like Cuba, got him jumping disciples to the I'm coming straight out of Compton with a loose cannon. Smoke big green, call it Bruce Banner. Watch your manners at last, another blast from the top notch From way back with the pop rocks, I pop lock with ya Picture this, Dr. Dre twistin' with the licks And Hitman bought a fix, don't trip It's a time bomb in this bitch, hear it tick, 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 tick Wait a minute, it's on, I tell it like a true macadelic Weed and cocaine so separate, check it From sundown to sun up, clown and run up The aftermath, the beat too when you got nigga what? Smoke on weed, drank and pack heat Requirements for survival each day Each day It don't stop We still mashing our pursuit from the collar Analyze why we act this way Give me that mic, fool It's a West Coast Jack move They call me hit Cause I spit like gats do Cock me back Bus caps for my Max crew At Fairfax we used to wear Air Max shoes, that's true But I grew up with niggas jack you, harass you Blast you, for that set you claim Where you from? Mash on you for your Turkish chain CKBK, blued up or flame I ran with the gang, I helped niggas get jacked for they Dane and Danes My pants hang below my waistline I look humble on the rumble I bang them, like Vince Carter from the baseline Don't waste my time Scrap and kill a Cali, AKs and nines. One time sunshines and fine ass bitches. Hawaiian tie drive by, six foes on switches. I was raised in the hood, caught what the death weather. Brothers in the hood refused to go Hollywood slugs for the fuck of it. Anybody hating on us can suck a dick. If I catch you touching mine, you catch a flat line dead on the floor. Better than yours, driving away, getting head from a whore. And save a Rex to the Z. Fuck it with me, might get you banned from TV. Cassette and CD, it's all mine, the whole nine, the right time, multiply, we don't die, the streets don't lie, what, so neither do I, I'm bad for your health, like putting a pistol up to your face and blasting yourself. Five in the morning, burglars at my door, Glock 45 in my dresser drawer, let him come in, bah, he see the thunder roll, roll with niggas who buy fifths by the foe, and bruised by the case. Slap you in the face with the bass Dr. Dre lace Liquid kings with sedans and gold rings Haters scope the staff but can't find no openings We roll deep Smoke on we drank and pack heat Requirements for survival each day